This is Bigger Pockets Daily, where you learn how to invest in real estate 365 days a year. I'm your host, Tyler. The following article comes from the blog at biggerpockets.com, but you can't read the blog when you're commuting to work or getting your Airbnb ready for your next guest. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app landlord. That's rent.app landlord. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Are we experiencing transitory mortgage rates? What does that mean? For rates. By Matt Meyer. In March 2021, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell said... These one-time increases in prices are likely to have only transient effects on inflation. From then on, transitory inflation became the phrase of the year in economics, with high hopes that once the initial supply chain shocks and government stimulus after the onset of the pandemic wore off, inflation would go ahead and just return to its regularly scheduled programming and maybe even deflate. Wouldn't that be nice? But it turns out that trillions of new dollars in stimulus and slashing interest rates to nothing for a prolonged period of time did not make inflation transitory. What? Instead, it became a new chapter for the economy. But in today's podcast, I want to talk about what I'm calling transitory mortgage rates. What the heck is transitory mortgage rates? All right, so transitory inflation is defined as an inflation rate that moves above its typical rate for a short period with the expectation that the rate will revert back to its typical rate. 
It's the opposite of persistent inflation, which is what we've experienced over the past two years and forced the Fed to raise interest rates in the manner that they have. Mortgage rates, while highly influenced by the federal funds rate, are subject to their own fluctuations and usually follow the trajectory of bond yields. With that in mind, how could they be in a transient state right now? Given the federal funds rate has remained at 525 to 5.5% for the last few months or so, and the average 30-year mortgage rate has decreased by over 1% since October, by the transitory definition, mortgage rates are reverting back to their base naturally after a period of higher rates. Add in that the higher-than-normal spread between bond yields and mortgage rates has also started to decline, and there might be some runway for mortgage rates to keep decreasing even without the Fed cutting rates. By how much, though? 30-year mortgage rates tend to be within 1-2% higher than 10-year Treasury bills. Today, the spread is around 2.7%. While there are, of course, a number of factors that influence the spread, if we're looking at this from the most basic of lenses, it could mean that there's still room for mortgage rates to fall anywhere from 0.7 to 1.7% without even lowering the federal funds rate. So if that were the case, then the current 30-year mortgage rate average of 6.67% could drop to as low as 5%. If we look at the decade leading up to 2020 and the pandemic, the average 30-year mortgage rate ranged between 3 and 5%. If mortgage rates were to continue falling and revert back to their typical spread, then it would effectively be a transitory mortgage rate, a rate that was higher than its base rate for a short period until it just naturally reverted to its base. Does this change if the Fed will lower rates? Okay, low interest rates are great for expansion, but economies run the risk of overheating with prolonged easy money policies. Inflation increased at a ridiculously high rate for the greater part of two years. We saw home prices reach record highs, gas prices rise, costs in the grocery store rise, and more. In short, whether mortgage rates drop organically or not, it doesn't change the Fed's decision-making. They're looking at inflation and unemployment. While the Fed was late to the party in raising the federal funds rate, the hikes were indeed necessary to defeat inflation. The latest inflation data shows that personal consumption expenditures, or PCE, dropped to 2.6% in November, which is great progress. But would a premature rate cut make that number tick back up a bit? The Fed has to make a decision in 2024. They either let rates stay steady and risk a slowdown that's more painful than intended, or lower rates and risk overheating the inflation rate all over again. The latter is easier to stomach. But it is certainly a concern. The Fed would be happy to see mortgage rates fall on their own. But it's also important to keep in mind that the sole purpose of the Fed is to control inflation and unemployment, not the cost of housing. For us, lower mortgage rates and low inflation are a good combination. If the Fed can hold off from lowering rates and keep inflation controlled while we continue to see a decline in mortgage rates, then there's not much to complain about, right? Just have to wait and see what happens. That's today's show. We'll see you tomorrow. But in the meantime, keep listening to more educational real estate content with one of our top-rated audiobooks at biggerpockets.com audiobooks. Each audiobook is a masterclass. Whether you're a rental property investor, a short-term rental host, a flipper, an agent, or private lender, 
you'll find a captivating audiobook to propel you to success. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in 24 hours or less.